baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Supreme Court on uh, Wednesday agreeing to take the case whether or not former President Donald Trump enjoys total immunity from prosecution. And this is a victory for President Trump. It's He wants to delay, 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 and this will delay things even further. Every time we talk about the Supreme Court, we bring in our next guest. That is uh, Dr. Jill Hasday from the University of Minnesota, constitutional lawyer. Jill, thank you so much for the time, as always. So how big a victory is this for the president? In other words, how quickly... Will the Supreme Court be able to hear this and decide it? Of course, it won't happen until next month, or excuse me, April. So what kind of, um, what kind of expedition can we see from the Supreme Court here? Um, I would say this is a significant victory for Donald Trump. His basic legal argument is that his efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election were official action he undertook as president and that he enjoys absolute immunity from criminal prosecution for those acts. There's a very strong consensus that that is not a winning legal argument. So this case really isn't about him winning on the merits, but it's exactly as you say, it's about what time would his trial take place the Supreme Court has scheduled oral arguments for April 25th, and I would say a decision would probably come down in late June or the first week of July, right at the end of the Supreme Court term. Um, even if that uh, decision was a complete on the merits loss for Donald Trump, the trial probably couldn't begin until late September, early October. Donald Trump's strategy has always been to try to delay as much as possible because if he wins the presidential election, this is a federal case, and obviously he would not be interested in prosecuting himself. You only, Jill, you say it's a win. Is it only on process? And if so, why did the Supreme Court agree to hear it if the law is mostly clear that he could not be shielded from criminal prosecution? Okay, I guess two things. So one is... Process, it's easy to think like process is just technical details, but process can be how you win. And this is an example, right? If he can delay the trial till after the presidential election, he wins that election, he's won. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, If you wanted to argue in favor of the Supreme Court taking the case, there hasn't been a previous Supreme Court decision clearly establishing whether presidents can be prosecuted because, I guess, lucky for us as a nation, it really hasn't come up exactly in this form. There are a number of earlier Supreme Court decisions um, about presidential immunity that suggest that Trump's argument is very weak, but this precise issue hasn't been decided. Okay, for the cynics then who say, uh, of course they decided to take the case. They want to hand Donald Trump a victory. It's a conservative court. Three of them were put there by the former president, and for people losing faith in the Supreme Court, what would be your argument to defend them saying, defending the court saying, no, this is actually uh, a case that they should take up? Oh, I, I, I wouldn't quite defend them, but I would say something else, which is I think this is a victory for Donald Trump, but I suspect 
fact, the reason they took it is actually to um, protect themselves institutionally. So the Supreme Court recently heard oral argument in the case arising out of Colorado's attempt to uh, take Trump off the ballot because he participated in an insurrection, allegedly against the United States. And it looks like the Supreme Court is going to rule for Donald Trump in that case. So if you think about the Supreme Court as a political entity, it looks much better for the court if they can, as they're issuing this decision in favor of Trump being on the ballot in every state, if they can say, but look, we're not Trump lackeys. Here we are saying he actually can be prosecuted. So from the Supreme Court's own perspective, it's appealing to take this case because this is a case where they'll be able to rule against Donald Trump while, as I said, procedurally giving him a tremendous victory. Couldn't they do that, though, uh, in essence, not taking the case? Wouldn't that send the same message? Um, right. So if they actually wanted to harm Donald Trump, refusing to take the case would have been, would have been the thing to do. There's nothing, in terms of attracting popular attention, though, an opinion definitely does that much more than a uh, refusal to grant cert or refusal to take the case. And this gives them the opportunity to write an opinion where they pontificate about the rule of law and, you know, no one is above the law, including Donald Trump. So I think they're going to think it has more of an impact. But I suspect this was controversial on the Supreme Court. The Briefing on this Trump immunity case was completed on February 15th, and they only just announced yesterday that they had decided to take the case. That's a significant delay, and to me it suggests that there was dispute on the court about what to do. We're speaking with Jill Hasday from the University of Minnesota. She's a constitutional lawyer. Jill, sort of a 30,000-feet question. You just said, you know, the, 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 the judiciary as a political body. Should we be looking at the judiciary, the Supreme Court, as a political body? I always thought they weren't supposed to be. So have views, have Americans' views changed? Has, I mean, are, should we now be looking at them as a political body? Well, public confidence in the Supreme Court has dropped about 20 percentage points over the last two years, which I think is largely attributed to Dobbs, which is the case that overruled Roe, but not, in, but not entirely. Um, I don't want to say the Supreme Court is political in the sense that Congress is political. I mean, most notably, the justices don't have to worry about ever being elected and certainly not about being reelected. But on the same, but at the same time, I think it is very clear if you look at the court's decisions over time that the court is very aware of its institutional capital. One thing I've often said in my own constitutional law classes is the Supreme Court cares about nothing so much as itself, meaning preserving its reputation, et cetera. And the court has taken a number of reputational hits in recent years, hence the huge drop in popularity. And I think they are looking for opportunities to sort of burnish their luster. Talk to me also about the merits of the case. President Trump has argued that if presidents, you know, his defense is basically that if presidents are concerned about criminal charges after leaving the White House, that they can't act as effectively as presidents. Is that a legitimate argument? Um, this is basically the argument that presidents have often made for um, immunity. And in fact, there is an earlier Supreme Court case that says, Fitzgerald, that says presidents cannot be held liable for actual official acts. 
Um, but Donald Trump is contending that an attempt to overthrow the election is part of his ordinary presidential duties, which to me seems pretty implausible. Um, I, I just don't think that this is a quiver that presidents have to have in their bow. The uh, issue of recusal uh, as co- is coming up again with Clarence Thomas based on his wife's role, alleged role in, in what happened uh, after the 2020 election. Any likelihood that uh, Justice Clarence Thomas would recuse himself from this from this decision, from this case? Well, obviously, I don't have an intimate personal connection to Justice <laughs> Thomas. So, but if I had to personally predict, I would think no. Many people have raised this issue because Ginny Thomas, at least as the news reporting suggests, was quite involved in the efforts to um, challenge the 2020 uh, uh, election. But to date, Justice Thomas has not recused himself from anything involving that. See, that's you know related issues. That's crazy to me because you you just said, and we all agree that they have some uh, they have some reparations to do with their uh, with 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 how people view them. You know, they need to repair America's view of them being partisan or taking bribes or taking, you know, fancy vacations. I mean, you're right. We have I'll speak for myself personally. We have lost a lot of faith with what we've learned about from the judiciary. I mean, you talked about them repairing their reputation. Don't I mean, do you think that would be a good way to do that where he could step back and say, see, we are a fair body? Do you think he should? I think it would be a step in the right direction. I mean, the Supreme Court did issue with some fanfare and ethics uh, standards about recusing themselves. The problem with the ethical standards they suggested, they're all voluntary. There's no check on any individual justice's decision-making. And a premise of, in general of the rule of law is that people are not good judges in their own trials. So, I mean, there's no, there's no outside check. Jill, thank you for the time today. As always, we appreciate it. I'm sure uh, we'll be uh, talking again in the future. Thanks for having me. Jill Hasday, constitutional lawyer from the University of Minnesota. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 